Can you sugar it down for me a little bit? Might I suggest you soften it up a little? How about you sweeten up that message so that it doesn't make me feel so guilty? Just tickle my ear. I can't handle that hard stuff. Give me that soft-spoken preaching. Give me that new age stuff. I don't need that old-time gospel. I want that modern stuff. Can you be more relevant? Welcome back to another Truth Matters podcast episode where we are speaking the truth while it's still legal. Thanks for tuning in. Sit back, relax, and get ready to hear the truth. I'm your host, Matt Franklin. Hello, guys, and here we are again with another Truth Matters podcast, episode 60. I like the sound of that, 60. Hope you're having a great day today. Thank you so much for tuning in to this special episode. Today, I want to talk about the fruits of a Christian. This is so important, and you really don't hear it preached a lot or taught a lot. And when we talk about the fruit of the Spirit, we are talking about the Spirit of God, the fruits the attributes, the outward manifestations of the tree. When you look at an apple tree, you see apples. When you look at a peach tree, you see peaches. When you look at a Christian, you see the fruits of that Christian. When you look at a Christian, you should be able to tell by the way that person portrays themselves that they are a Christian. They are a son or daughter of God. In Galatians 5, through 23, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. There's no law that can be made against the fruit of the Spirit. In other words, you cannot create a law or an ordinance or a set of rules that can outdo this scripture that can outdo the fruit of the Spirit. And sadly, many people put the focus on ordinances and rules and regulations and legalism and and the dress codes that were never written in the Bible, but they fail to miss the greatest code that there is, and that is the fruit of the Spirit. If you don't bear fruit, Jesus said, if you are not a fruitful person, He will cut you down and you will be cast into the fire. That is how important it is for us to bear fruit as children of God. What kind of witness can we be if we bear the fruit of God? And what kind of witness are we truly if we do not have the fruits of the Spirit? The Bible says, though, I give my body to be burned and I um, die for the cause of Christ. If I don't have love, it's nothing. It's a sounding brass and a tingling cymbal. And one of the number one, the very first fruits of the Spirit, which is what every other fruit falls under and every other fruit will come after, is love. If you don't have love, then how can you bear any of these other fruits? I will go on to say, if you don't have the Spirit of God, how can you have true love? 
So first of all, you have to be born again. Are you born again? Are you saved? Have you asked Jesus in your heart? Are you a changed person? Are you a new creature in Christ? Do you have the faith and you know that you are a new person because you were saved by the blood of Jesus Christ? If you can say that you are born again, then you are on your way to bearing the fruit of the Spirit. But one of the most important things that we can do as a child of God to help bring forth the fruit of the Spirit is by prayer. Praying is so important. And if we don't pray, if we don't communicate with God, if we don't have a connection with Him, a relationship with Him, not just works, not just the deeds or the duties of a Christian, but a true relationship with Him where we walk with Him, we talk with Him, we communicate with Him, we let Him know our troubles, we let Him know our desire for Him and our need for Him, we pray to Him, we talk to Him. When we do that, we build up. It's like a fertilizer. It's like water to the fruits, and it helps us grow in Him. And it helps those fruits to be nourished and to have life, and it helps bring life to the Spirit of God that is in us. Not that He needs any help, but we need help. The flesh sometimes gets in the way, our frustrations, our thoughts, the things in life, they get in the way of us allowing the fruit of God to truly come to life, to truly manifest in our life. The second most important thing that you can do as a Christian to help release those fruits, that those fruits can grow and you can be uh, an abundantly fruitful person in God is by studying His Word, by listening to His voice, by following Him, by learning about Him. If you don't know how to live, if you don't know God's Word, then how do you know what to do and what not to do? How do you know what to stay away from or, or how do you know how to be a fruitful Christian if you do not know the God that you claim to serve. If you are to truly be a Christian, if you are to be Christ-like, then you have to know what Christ is like. So learn about your Savior. Read, have a prayer life, and have a study life. Study His Word and learn about Him daily. And I'm not saying you have to read 10 chapters a day or read the whole Bible in a month. And I'm not saying that you have to pray for hours a day or um, you know, be some exceptional prayer warrior, but what I am saying is that you need to have a relationship. You need to walk with Him, talk with Him, and you need to be intentional. Take the time out to talk to Him and learn about Him. Sadly, we look around and we see so many churches, they don't truly have love. It's a false idea of love. If things are going the way that they want it to go, they treat you with kindness and they treat you with respect and they treat you with a false love. But the moment you do something contrary to what they think, to what they think is the truth or to uh, their understanding of the truth or something they don't like, then they turn on you and they begin to use scripture on you and they begin to judge you and they begin to pin you to the wall, so to speak, and ridicule you and backbite against you and talk about you and put you down. But true love is not circumstantial. True love is constant. True love is you may do me wrong, but I'm going to treat you just the same. I'm going to love you just the same. And the Bible says to love your enemies, to pray for those who despitefully use you and speak all manner of evil against you. So if we are to love our very enemies, how much more are we to love those 
who are our brethren in the Lord. And you see, many churches are lacking in joy. They don't have joy. Um, it just seems like that they're depressed and they don't have that sense, that that true joy. It, it It's a mask that they put on. It's a false joy. You look at these fruits and you compare it with the modern day Christian and you don't see very many of these fruits that are manifest. You don't see the true love the true joy or peace. You don't see Christians that are willing to be long-suffering. In other words, they're willing to be patient with you. You don't see very many of these fruits. And uh, maybe one day I'll, I'll go into more detail and explain what the fruit of the Spirit is. But I just want to get this point across that we need the fruit of the Spirit manifest in our life. Go through Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 through 23, and read those nine gifts of the Spirit. And ask yourself, do I have these fruits in my life? Are they manifest in my life? Because the most important thing we need to be thinking about is not the things that we can accomplish in God or do. And it's great to do great things for God, but the most important thing that we can do is bear fruit and that's our example. That's the life we live. That's the measure of joy and peace that, that shows on our countenance when we're around people. That's the light of Christ. When we're bearing His fruit, think about it. That fruit will not only be a blessing to us, but others can stop by that tree and they can pick a fruit and they can become blessed. Because of the Spirit of God that's manifest in your life, it can be a blessing and a hope to others. It can offer life and encouragement to others in a dark place, in a dry place, and they're looking for life. They're looking for hope. You can be that hope, sir. You can be that hope, ma'am. But you must be a fruitful person in Christ. I'll leave you with this scripture, Philippians 1 and 11. Being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and praise of God. If you are a Christian that is fruitless, you are useless. God cannot use you if you don't bear fruit. He cannot use someone who is dried up, who is uh, mad at the world, who looks like a bulldog sipping on grapefruit juice. You've got to be who you claim to be. If you are a Christian, you need to be Christ-like. If you claim to serve Jesus, if you claim to have been saved from a devil's hell and on your way to an eternal heaven, you are serving the creator of all creation. And he has truly changed you and transformed you from death unto life and made you a new creature. Then act like it. Act like a new creature. Don't just act like it, but be that new creature. Allow God to manifest himself in your life. Get down to business with God in prayer and studying of His Word. I dare you to do that for the next 30 days. Set it in your heart to develop a prayer and study life like you have never had before. And watch God change you and watch the fruit of God begin to bear and manifest in your life and watch a change in your countenance, in your attitude, in your decisions and watch those around you begin to change and Watch your influence begin to grow 
I hope this podcast was a blessing to you. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your family and friends so that we can get the truth out. Have a great day. If you'd like to donate to this ministry to help us continue moving forward and spreading the truth, send us an email at truthmatterswithmatt at gmail.com. We accept PayPal, Venmo, check, or money order. Thank you once again for helping us spread the truth.